going on, friendos? <laughs> That's the new one. What's going on, friendos? What's going on, friendos? Welcome to the PHNX Sunnival Show. I am your host today, Shane Diefenbach, joined... Yeah, you are. ...again by Sean DePaz. Yeah, I am. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I feel very weird, to be honest yeah. with you. It's you feel just... like you've been demoted? Uh, a little bit. I mean... That's just more of, No, I'm kidding. It's more of a rehab assignment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, it's been a long time since I've heard the... Uh, all of it yeah just a full body cast mm. you can't tell um but yeah i'm happy to be back it's a good day to be back because we got um, some fun um asu hockey news which i'm excited about. yeah we got some fun asu hockey news and we got some fun stuff to talk about in terms of as much as fun as you can get with the media rights yeah. i feel like we've been you know pounding this drum for years now even though it's only been a couple months uh Technically, it's been about a year, actually. Yeah. Because I remember talking about this in the old studio about Amazon and what that oh, could yeah. look like. That got shot down, and then Apple, and then that got shut down. And now we're talking about the CW and I really... Gossip Girl reruns playing before Son of a Football. <laughs> Disgusting. Which... I would have loved Apple, by the way, now that I've seen some MLB broadcasts on Apple. I think that could have been really dumb. Yeah? Yeah. They just got, like, fun. Like, the whole time in the bottom, when people mm. are at the plate, they have uh, probability they'll reach base. Just kind of chilling there on the bottom. That's like, cool. Fun little stats and stuff like that. That's you can do cool yeah. stuff when you get to these cool platforms. Yeah. Um, we talked to Stuart Mandel today, uh, and he had some really, really interesting stuff to 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 uh, say about the whole media rights deal. But, Sean, just kind of like before we get into the interview, what is one thing you want to see out of Pac-12 presidents and commissioners? They're already doing some stuff to kind of expedite the process. Mm -hmm. But from Klyovkov and some of the rest of the presidents in the Pac-12, what's one thing they need to make sure they get right yeah. going into this football? I season? just want to see an emphasis on an emphasis on accessibility because that's I mean every time the Pac-12 get net network is brought up, it's a joke about if you can find it or if you have yeah. it. Uh, um, they just need to make the product accessible to fans. Uh, I think that needs to be the number one priority, especially because at this point you're fighting for the survival of the conference. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, it's a it's a business, I guess, at the end of the day, and you need to make money, but there's not going to be any money to be made if the conference dies. So you have to do, you have to put an emphasis on making it accessible to the people that are putting money in your pockets, the fans. Um, so yeah, that's really the big thing sure. for me. Uh, Stuart Mandel, a longtime college football reporter, uh, does great stuff for The Athletic. Uh, I picked his brain a little bit about what it's going to take for the Pac-12 to get out of this and just a bunch of more stuff, including uh, a little question for Totri at the end of it. So why don't we go ahead and listen to the interview from earlier this morning. Joined now by Stuart Mandel, Editor-in-Chief for College Football at The Athletic. Stuart, thanks so much for taking the time today. Thanks for having me. Uh, well, before we get into everybody else, I want to talk about you a little bit. You've always been involved really heavily with college football, with your work at The Athletic and your podcast. And I'm curious how kind of this whole addition of NIL has changed your offseason in terms of reporting. Are you more tapped in than ever now that or you do you have to be more tapped in than ever now during the off season yeah we don't have an off season now um less about nil more about transfer portal uh when i started in the at the athletic in 2017 um and they were kind of uh the bosses were kind of talking about like what kind of content works in other sports the number one thing by far was roster construction and it was like you know trade deadlines free agency all that and it was like oh it's too bad we don't have that and now we do. We really do. Um, all off, all season, all year round, some sort of roster management is going on. So um, however you feel about that for the sport, it's definitely been good for content. Definitely. Um, so this week, the Pac-12 schools agreed on the grant of rights terms and language. Um, just for somebody that doesn't really 
get into the weeds of that. What does that mean on a very basic level for the Pac-12? It's just one small step in terms of, you know, possibly finalizing a media deal here soon. I thought the most significant detail, though, was that they've agreed to equal uh, revenue sharing of the media part of it, which is, you know, for conferences, the TV deal is the, the majority uh, of the revenue. And that's important because obviously last year when all hell broke loose and people are Oregon and Washington to go to the Big Ten, um, there was talk of maybe they're going to have to go back to the days of, um, you know, and prior to the current Pac-12 deal, basically you would get your, what you would get would be based on how often you appeared on ABC or Fox and uh, USC would always do better than the others. And there was some talk about whether they would need to go back to that. So it seems like in the end, they've agreed to do equal revenue sharing of that part of it. College football playoff, which is about to expand and be worth even more money, that would be more participation based. And, and the ACC is doing something similar to that. So that's more significant to me than, um, you know, just the, the, the overall, I mean, at the end of the day, grant rights means nothing unless the, t- the schools sign it. Um, yeah. but it's important that they've agreed to that part of it. Uh, well, you wrote that someone with knowledge said to you in April that the TV deal is back uh, or is on track to get done late spring, early summer, you know, summer solstice is coming up. And yeah. recently, uh, or I think as early as today, the, it was Washington State uh, that are they're trying to make it so that the school presidents can sign off on the deal qu- more quickly. Um, do you think that it's still on track to get done in that time frame? Oh, it depends on what your definition of early summer is. I mean, this whole thing <laughs> has been. I just joked to somebody that you know, Kirk, so Kirk Schultz, the Washington State president, there was a board of regents meeting today, and he said he thought fit, thought they would have the numbers within two weeks. And I was like, somebody's been saying that every two weeks. <laughs> For the last three months, it's always two weeks away. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it stretches into July. Um, I think, but I think there's two dates to to keep in mind. If they want to add San Diego State after June 30th, their their exit fee to leave the Mountain West doubles. So, if that's something they've agreed on, I don't know if they have. You would think you'd want to be able to tell them that before June 30th. Um, and then Pac-12 Media Day is July 21st, and I think it'll be an absolute fiasco if they don't have the deal done before that. George Klyovkov wants to be able to go up in front of the media and brag about this great deal he got done and that they're sticking together, not just an hour of questions about whether when is this going to happen? Do you think Colorado is going to leave? Remember, they're also he's also going to get questions about this Comcast situation and the Holiday Bowl is suing them. So... Uh, you know, whether they have control over that or not, I would highly recommend it be done before then. Yeah. Uh, and in April, um, you said that basically the longest, the longer process that Klyovkov and the Pac-12 is going through, it seems like he doesn't really have any concern that the, any of the four corner schools will be leaving. Do you think anything has changed since then? Do you get a sense that there is concern now? Do you think there should be? I don't think it much has changed. I mean, obviously it gets reported often that the schools have, they have all four of them met with the Big 12. Recently, there's been a lot of speculation around Colorado. But they continue, anytime one of those presidents or ADs gets in front of a microphone, they continue to say, well, we can't do anything until we see the media deal. And so the way I put it is, like these schools have known for 11 months that the Big 12 wants them. If they were excited about joining the Big 12, they would have done it by now. They're meeting with them because they want to have a backup plan in case this thing goes south. 
Um, and you've seen various, like over the past year, doomsday rumors of like some doomsday scenario where they only get 20 million a year, right? In that case, yeah, some schools would probably want to leave. But from everything I've heard, there's no reason to think this deal is going to be significantly worse than the Big 12s. Mm -hmm. It might be similar to the Big 12s. It might be a little more than the Big 12s. But at the end of the day, these media companies don't make these numbers up out of thin air. They're based on viewership data. And any viewership data you see, the remaining Pac-12 schools actually do slightly better in TV ratings than the remaining Big 12 schools. Gotcha. The last thing we'll talk about in terms of streaming, um, you said something really interesting on your pod a couple of weeks ago about how we're kind of in a middle ground between streaming and cable and, you know, and between stream, streaming and cable exclusive or streaming exclusive. Um, obviously, having everything on one app or service would really help college football fans. But what do you think that would do for the overall landscape of these media rights deals and the conferences in general? I mean, what I'm saying is, what I was trying to say is, you know, clearly the cable model is gone. Like that's not going to come back. Right. So now we're on the next phase we're into is the streaming deals where, you know, to watch a New York Yankees season, you need five different streaming services, you know, uh, Peacock, you know, if you're a big 10 fan, now you need Peacock, whatever this big PAC 12 deal is going to look like, my guess is you're going to need more than one service. And Mm -hmm. So that it, I mean, that's probably how it's going to be for a little while, but it just doesn't seem sustainable to me. Um, at some, you're making it so hard on the fans that you're going to fracture your your audience. And so I would think at some point, media will media will move back to some sort of bundling model because that's what worked for all those years. I just don't know who would do that, how that would come about, but I just the idea that. You're going to need Peacock if you're a fan of this team, and you're going to need Paramount Plus if you like this kind of soccer, and you're going to need Amazon possibly for the Pac-12, or certainly you need it now for Thursday night football. It's just such a um, you know deep ask of the fans. Definitely. Uh, I've been very vocal on our pod about how much I hate conference realignment when it doesn't make sense geograph- geographically. I, it, I, I, I don't like the travel but I love the ideas that everyone's kind of throwing out there of four to five conferences, you know, north, south, whatever. And that's obviously would be way, way down the line. But do you even think that would be a possibility? Conferences, you know, based on geography and the SEC and the Big Ten, Big 12s of the world going away? I mean, I think what needs to happen at some point is a separation of football and everything else. I mean, Big Ten announced their their 24-25 schedules yesterday and you look at it and you're like, well, this... This is silly that USC is going to be playing games at Maryland and whatnot, but it's going to be really cool when they play Ohio State and Michigan. Yeah. And so, you know, football travel is really not that big a deal. What's ridiculous is that UCLA's uh, softball team is going to be playing, you know, half its season in the Midwest, Mm -hmm. volleyball, cross country, you name it, right? What I would like to see is do whatever you want in football, but we should go back to common sense geography for the other sports. And, you know, I don't think there's any unwinding football, you know, if anything over the next um, 10, 15, 20 years, you'll probably see more uh, of the big brands joining together regardless of geography, but why the other sports have to follow the same, uh, same path doesn't make any sense to me. 
Definitely. All right. Getting more into ASU specific, um, Kenny, Kenny Dillingham has brought a lot of excitement to Tempe and just this area, you know, from, from his commitment to tradition and just an overall different vibe around practice. But what was the reaction like around the national college football scene when he got hired? Uh, what conversations did you hear about him being hired as Arizona State's next head coach? You know, what's funny is from my standpoint is that the second they fired Herm Edwards, like that day or the next day, Ari Wasserman on our on the athletic, our main recruiting writer, mm-hmm. all around great guy, um, who went to the University of Arizona and is from Phoenix, wrote a whole column about why they should hire Kenny Dillingham. <laughs> you know, all the and at that point it would just seem like kind of out of thin air. But the logic actually that he articulated in the column made a lot of sense. And so that 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 ended up happening and and all the reasons he articulated about his ties to the place, that he's a really good recruiter, that he runs an offense that guys are going to want to play in, you know, it makes total sense. Anytime it's a first time head coach, it's impossible to say, you know, how's this guy going to do? Um, some uh, coordinators be, are the, you know, Lincoln Riley was hired as a coordinator, right? Like some guys end up like that. Some guys, you know, fizzle out after four years. So I, I don't know, but um, it's going to be interesting. They're definitely going to be interesting to watch this year just because of, you know, it's not the extent that Dion is doing, but he has definitely done a pretty massive uh, overhaul of the roster through the transfer portal. Definitely. Um, and now I want to ask you about Jaden Rashada. Uh, you and Andy Staples had a wrote a story highlighting the whole kind of saga behind his recruitment, you know, decommitment, whatever. I, I wanted to know what your impressions of Rashada was as a person after you finished that story and kind of did you feel like he was a victim of all of that going into it? I do. I think that he's, you know, a, a, he became kind of a cautionary tale uh, for the um, all the bad actors that are that are involved in, in NIL at this point. And, you know, I think his, you know, I, everybody that's, that has. So I've never met Jay and Rashada, but, pe- you know, we interviewed a lot of people for the story who have um, some of our reporters have been around him. Nobody has a bad word to say about him as a kid, as a person. Um, you know, I think he just wants to play college football. I think his his dad in particular and others around him saw, you know, dollar signs. And unfortunately, in this kind of wild, wild west, as everybody says, world of NIL, there's a lot of bad actors who don't have the kid's best interest in mind. And, you know, who could possibly fault Jaden Rashada if he, somebody's offering him $13 million dollars who could fault him or his family for, you know, not turning that down. But at the end of the day, like with the benefit of hindsight and seeing the contract, it was all a house of cards. And I think it's unfortunate that, that, um, that that was able to happen. I hope he's found a, um, you know, a a great spot at ASU from a football perspective. What I do know is like, this isn't, he's a hyped recruit, but he's not, um, Trevor Lawrence coming out of high school. Like he's not somebody who would step in and start day one in SEC school. And so I think it's probably good for him that he's at a place that doesn't get quite that media scrutiny and that he'll have a chance to, he's not, they're not depending on him to come in and be their savior just yet. He'll have time to, to develop because he definitely, um, he, he definitely is, you know, the kind of player who comes in and, you know, would really benefit from, uh, development with a, you know, a good college staff. Kenny Dillingham's worked with really good quarterbacks. Um, I hope it turns out to be a good landing spot for him. 
a couple more questions, both predictions. Uh, if you had to guess right now, in a couple years, where is Arizona State in a conference? Is it the Pac-12 or somewhere else? Uh, yeah, Pac-12. Of those four schools, there's there's a difference, I think, in terms of, you know, Colorado and Arizona definitely seem to be, like, keeping their options open. I think ASU, Michael Crow, and Utah are solidly committed to the Pac-12. Now, again, if this George Kiyokov presents a deal that's, like, disaster financially disastrous everybody has to reevaluate their options i don't think that's going to be the case uh final question you mention it all the time Deion sanders brings clicks and whether that be people reading your stories or watching our shows there's a lot of colorado people in our chat occasionally so i just wanted your official prediction first time head coach who wins more games this year kenny dillingham or Deion sanders that's a tough one to answer. I don't have the schedule. I know Colorado's got a really tough non-conference schedule. Um, there's no way to know how Colorado's going to do. There just isn't. Like, mm -hmm. There's no precedent for this. So I'll go with Kenny Dillingham just because there's more of a stable starting point. But if you told me Dion goes uh, two and ten this year, I'd believe you. And if you told me he went ten and two, I'd believe you. Like yeah. it's just not. There's no. This has never been anything like this has been ever done. Definitely. Well, Stuart, I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, you can listen to his podcast, The Audible, wherever you get your podcast, and follow him on Twitter at SL Mandel. Thanks so much, Stuart. Thanks for having me. Great stuff from yeah. Stuart Mandel. As I said, find his podcast, The Audible. Wherever you listen to your podcasts, uh, he is very tapped into this world of college football. As you can tell from all of the answers, Sean, what kind of point? There's a lot of them, but yeah, what point stuck out? I mean, the, the Jada Rashada, that whole part of that conversation was fascinating to me. Um, just, I mean, I, I like I said to you during the interview. I think he, he kind of is the poster child of everyone's fears of NIL, and, yeah. and and Stewart kind of pointed that out that he was the victim in that situation, and that ultimately just wants to play football, and and, and kind of laying out why this is such a good spot for him. Um, that was fascinating to me, and then obviously I like listening, hearing him say that Kenny's going to win more than Dion. <laughs> yeah, um, I like uh, Willie's Williams comment. Hey, Willie Williams comment here. Uh, Jaden's experience exposed the landscape of the big schools, USC with the dollar sign, Miami, etc. Before NIL became allowed. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, this kind of just shows you how things can happen. And and, and I, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but he Stuart Mandel wrote a really great article on Jaden Rashada. Um, after the saga happened, after he committed yeah. to Arizona State, um, kind of uh, outlining the entire situation. So um, check that out. But yeah, as of right now, as you heard from him, it sounds like Arizona State is kind of tied to the Pac-12 and the Arizona and Colorado news mainly seems to be a jump ship in case of emergency, break glass in case of emergency. And if they need to, they'll jump off a sinking ship. But We'll see where all of that goes. Um, and yeah, more yeah, news that came out this morning that I that I talked about uh, in, in that interview was um, this tweet uh, coming from, uh, Mandel quote tweeted it, um, but it's coming from a, a reporter that was close to the Washington State situation. Um, he basically said there's what they can do, I'll kind of um, summarize this, but he basically said what they can do to expedite this process of getting a TV deal done is make it so Pac-12 presidents can sign off on the deal more quickly, uh, which is something that Washington State was trying to do this morning. Um, so they don't need to go to a Board of Regents meeting, so we don't have to hear that word ever again. <laughs> uh, and this just kind of shows that they are kind of not panicking, but speeding up the process they feel, a little they feel bit. Heat, yeah. They feel the pressure a little bit. 
Um, so I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I mean, there was something that Stewart kind of brought up early on in that interview was like talking about what Klyovkov's life will be like if they have to get the media day. Yeah. There's no deal. Like, I didn't even think about that. No one wants to be in that situation. Like, they want to talk about football. They don't have to deal with that. So, uh, I th- yeah, I th- definitely think they're feeling the pressure at this point. Yeah, and also the deadline he brought up for the Mountain West leaving or the, the Mountain West fees that SDSU would have to pay. They double um, shortly. So that's something to keep in mind also. He does say everybody always has two weeks and it feels like a broken record. But at this stage, I mean, you can't really afford to keep pushing it yeah. two weeks at a time. At a certain point, there won't be enough. Um, yep. And I think we're kind of coming to the end of this. Uh, as I said, we'll see if it's the CW or somewhere else. Uh, but it's not going to be ESPN. going to be on Freeform. And we know that. ABC family. Uh, we love that. Uh, but regardless of where the games are, even if you can't watch them, you know what you can do? You can still bet on them. Mm. Um, you can follow along with GameCast, unless ESPN takes that away from the Pac-12. <laughs> um, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, that's the best place to be betting on these games. Uh, use that bonus code PHNX when you sign up. There's a few different options depending on where you live. But for our Arizona audience, you'll get up to $100 in bonus bets on your first wager with BetMGM. Again, just make sure you use that bonus code PHNX. You get a free bet every single Wednesday and Saturday when you sign into the app. And plus, they got a sports book in Arizona that we go to every single first Friday of each month for our Cornhole League knockout nights. And we do all of our live shows from there. So keep it tapped in at PHNX underscore sports to learn about all of our events that we're having there. Um, check out the show notes for full details on BetMGM. Uh, and now listen to me talk about the disclaimer. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. Michigan. Uh, can't get four peaks in Michigan, though. Uh, it's the easiest transition. It's the easiest transition. I'm going to do it every time I, I get that. there. I miss that. Uh, you can't get four peaks in Michigan. Um, I also miss this, and I'm going to do it to myself again, the, me trying to start an ad read like four times, and someone distracts me one time, so I get, I let that be a reason to distract myself like a second time. Uh, you can't get four peaks in Michigan. Um, they're the best beer uh, in America, in the country. I guess that's the same thing. Um Check them out. Uh, they do great things. You can check out their um, D-backs ticket giveaway. Four peaks, four seats. Four peaks, four seats. And um, when you, if you are lucky enough to win, you get D-bucks, which you can spend on four Better peaks. Better than V-bucks. What? Better than V-bucks. Oh. Why'd you look so? Well, concerned? I thought you said better than D bucks, and I was no, just like better than V-bucks. Yeah, I was like, okay, like what do you? What's better than D-bucks? Nothing. Um, because you can use it on four peaks. Yeah. Um, you can't use V-Bucks on four peaks. Yeah, true. Um, four peaks, best beer on the planet. Um, check them out at Four Peaks Brew. Charge. Uh, check them out at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. As always, you must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks, and please drink responsibly. You turn your head around? Yeah, I did. I usually, I, I, you know what I think? It, so I do it like two to three times every single show. Um, D-Bucks currently in Michigan. Though. Good point. Um, Eight thirty game on Sunday, dog. But I think I would usually change it when I'm like switching segments, which mm. we're doing right now. Um, anything else about the Pac-12 media rights deal? Nah, they just need uh-huh. to figure it out. Yeah. Yep. Would you want SDSU at this point? Um. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Huh, I mean, Throw like. <laughs> 
The Pac-12 is, is going Plus, down anyways. Who cares? They're one of the few schools that has um, a mascot that is from like uh, either a, a native tribe or somewhere in, you know, like one of these, you know what I'm talking about? They're respectful about it. They're not chopping. Oh, yeah. They're, they're not they, chopping. And, yeah. And they can, they can have, yeah. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> can, Love the Aztecs. Uh, yeah. That's also like hard. Yeah. The Aztecs, it is. like, it is hard. Yeah. The Aztec pyramids are better than the Great Pyramids. I'm just going to say Ooh, it right now. Unpopular hot opinion. take. Um, I've never been to either. So either. I can't really. I don't. I My honestly, opinion doesn't matter. I honestly have no interest in going. To you know whose opinion does pyramids. matter? Whose? Um, the NCHC. True. They they well, do matter because uh, their opinion is going to decide if they want ASU in the conference. Uh, we got this uh, from Brad Elliott Schlossman. Awesome name. name. Uh, from yesterday's column, Arizona State will soon officially apply to the NCHC, and everyone I talk to believes the Sun Devils are on track to become the league's ninth member. To pause, ASU might get a conference. Hell yeah, baby. I'm about it um, because obviously the reason that conferences are so beneficial is you get an opportunity to win your conference and get an automatic bid to the tournament, mm -hmm. um, which obviously is not something that ASU has had an opportunity to do being an independent. Um, and I mentioned this to you earlier today. Like you look at specifically this team right now when you have a goalie like TJ um, and you have a guy like like Mastro who, who can just take over games. Those are the kind of guys that if they get they get hot in a tournament, all of a sudden ASU is in is is playing in the tournament uh, in the NCAA tournament. So shout out Joey Decord. I saw a viral video. Yeah. Speaking of ASU hockey goalies, uh, the, with the Coachella Firebirds. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, uh, yeah. Hundred um, percent. But yeah, I, I think it's it's obviously awesome for that big reason. And it, I think it not that ASU is necessarily struggling with this, but it gives them a certain sense of credibility. Um, no, that they. They weren't directly struggling, yeah. but indirectly, yes. I mean, last year, although they, you know, slid and played some pretty poor games against opponents they shouldn't have lost to, they still would have had a much better shot to make the tournament being in this conference. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, like yeah, yeah. I I don't think the program necessarily was struggling yeah. with credibility, but it, like I was saying, it obviously hurts their chances of, yes, of the making resume. the NCAA tournament, which in turn, I guess, yeah, does yeah. hurt your 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 credibility because you're not uh -huh. a tournament team. Um, so that's huge. And I also love conferences that are named like this, the National Collegiate Hockey Conference. That just yeah. sounds like the only conference in America. Yeah. And so <laughs> I just so everyone knows, Colorado College, Miami of Ohio. Um, shout out Ben Roethlisberger, right? I've uh, yeah, right. Miami of Ohio, yeah. Uh, Petey's North Dakota yeah. Fighting Eagles, right? That's what they are now. They were the Fighting Sioux back when. Du um, Minnesota Denver, Duluth. yeah, Duluth. Shout out. Omaha! Omaha! Sit! Really? Um, I was on three. Oh, sorry. Go! Um, um, right, Trent Borgay's brothers, Western Michigan? Trent Borgay's, no. Yeah. Yes. Right? Wow, right? that's I forget, a weird I, I'm pull. sorry, I forgot your first name, Crazy Trent Borgay's brother. That's not Tobin. Um, and Tyson Borgay? St. Cloud. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, yeah. That sounds right. <laughs> I'm um, crazy right now. And St. Cloud State, oh, I think, no. was the one I didn't mention. Um, so there's, I mean, and you look at those school, like some, those are those are college school. Those are, are those are hockey programs. Um, obviously, Trayson. Yeah, I knew Damn it. Was trace something. Um, obviously, like, obviously, Denver is like was one of those schools that has, is really good. But this is, this is a good conference. They, they're playing great opponents. Uh, they would be playing great opponents if they get the chance to join this conference, um, which 
again, in another way, is going to help their resume. They're yeah. playing good schools consistently throughout the year, which they, I mean, they were doing a lot. They played a lot of good schools this past year, uh, obviously. But And they, they applied for this once a couple years ago, I want to say. Um, but that was before Mullet. That was when yeah. they were playing at Oceanside. The the rep for the NCHC probably hit his head on the pipe that you where you go exactly. to watch the games at Oceanside. You, I've hit my pipe on that so many times. Or my, whoa. whoa. <laughs> I've hit my head on that pipe <laughs> so many times. Let's move on. I love how our chat is just as ADD as you. Like I, t I brought up the pyramids very briefly, <laughs> yeah. and the entire conversation is on the pyramids now. Uh, Joe says Mount Rushmore pyramids. Top how did Josh come up? Well, hold on. Mount oh, Rushmore I pyramids see. top spot has to be Memphis pa Memphis Bass Pro Shop. Yep. Um, and then he makes a jaw joke. Uh, and then uh, William in the chat says nobody questions whether the Aztec pyramids where, where the Aztec pyramids come from. Unlike the Egyptians one, <laughs> top tier work ethic never in question. True. Meanwhile, Charles is just trying to be like yeah. they're the Fighting Hawks. He's trying to actually uh, make us do our jobs. Um, uh, but yeah. It's an awesome conference that they get the opportunity to, to join. It obviously, at least for the time being, kills Craig's dream of a Western hockey conference. Um, I was really upset that Stewart shot down my idea of a of a Northeast, West, and South football. I didn't really shut it down, but he was like, man, I don't see that. Yeah. Um, I have a Luxor Pyramid. The Luxor is the last team out. The Luxor Pyramid creeps me the fuck out. Um, I mean, it's terrifying. It is. Who's it, the first team in? What other pyramid? I mean, Probably like a sandcastle that somebody built. There's got to be other. What I mean, can we think of other pyramids? We can talk about this when we the talk food about food pyramid. Food, oh, the, the food. Yeah, the food. No, the food. Food pyramids a one seed for sure. Is it? Yeah, it's an old. Um, Leah, do you have anything on on this? Do you have any pyramids? I just think like it's. To... I just think it's exciting oh. because I feel like not, not that being in, not that they're not legitimate, and not that being yeah. independent, there's anything wrong with it. But I do feel like it helps legitimize the program, and then also like if Arizona State is playing teams like St. Cloud, let's just say, and, and in those cities, like that's the sports. Yeah. So for the young kids going to those games, like they're seeing Arizona State and think that's somewhere I can go. Obviously they're growing up St. Cloud fans, like don't get me wrong, but I don't know. I just feel like it, it just makes ASU more of a, a factor in college hockey. Yeah. And I feel like ASU hockey is just like, for a lot of reasons, just so unique in the college hockey season. A, unis are crazy. Like, and little kids like that kind of shit. And it's Arizona State. And it's Arizona State. It's like, it's a, it's a school that it's going to be new and exciting for people that are are, that are getting to discover ASU. Um, on the other hand, though, I will say, I think this this puts a lot more pressure on, on Coach Powers um, and the team in general, because now you have, in theory, at least, a, a, I'm not going to say an easier route to the NCAA tournament, but you have at least another path to get there. Um, and obviously, now that you have mullet, more investment in this program, like it's going to get to a point where Coach Powers has to win. Um, so it's going to put a certain amount of pressure on on him in this program. The other, Chat, relax. The other um, <laughs> issue with this is this is a very tough conference. DU oh, yeah. is a national yeah. champion. So like it's easy to say here and say, oh, they can win the conference and get an automatic bid. But ASU is a long way away from being able to win this conference. Yeah. And... Yeah. So, I mean, again, they're they're very young in their Division One status, um, but this is not going to be a shoe in by no. But, 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 but a, a but, loss to Denver is so much better than a loss to Joe Schmo. Yeah. And you. But but like I was saying earlier, no, they're not going to necessarily be in a position to win it based on them being the best team in the conference. But Kanishas wasn't supposed to win yeah. their conference, and, and they or they and they somehow ended up winning their tournament, and then they're in their tournament. So, like, like I was saying, especially with some of the guys that are on this team now, if they can just get hot and win that tournament, even if they're not the best team there, it just get they, just the opportunity to be in that tournament um, makes it gives them a chance to meet 
Forgive me, I don't know. Do they have conference tournaments? Uh, hockey for certain some conferences? conferences do. I honestly do you know don't if know. If... has one. Honestly, um, don't know. I don't. I I I think they do. I think everyone does, but I I don't quote me. Uh, all right, I will not quote you on that. Um, I forgot where I was going just now. <laughs> what we have more? Yeah, we got a lot. Yes, so, they do. They do. Um, they do. They do. We'll have a lot of talk about pyramids at the end of the show. Uh, I think that the biggest thing about this is. ASU hockey has been building and building and building, and they got to the point where they were able to get an arena on campus. Uh, this was the next step, yeah. and it seems like they're going to get into this conference, which is great, and further not only legitimizes, but pushes hockey in the desert forward. Uh, so it's exciting. Nonetheless, get out to those games next year. Uh, I'm really, really excited for that. Yes. Today okay. is the last day to renew season tickets. Wow. wow. Look at that. Look at that. Go get your season tickets. To mullet, those games are so darn fun. Uh, speaking of mullet, Boosie is coming to perform at mullet. Like, not big Boosie? Well, little Boosie. Like, that just seems yeah. really weird. <laughs> What's your favorite little Boosie song? I don't know if I have one. Mm. I'm just saying, it seems like it's funny. What's your favorite burrito from Burrito Express? Uh, damn, it's been so long since I've had Burrito Express because I was gone for a little bit. Um, I mean, it's still steak and salsa, let's be real. Is it yeah, really? Leo put me on and I. Even had... with Totri gone, I still get a shout out. He he literally does it every single time. Like yeah, it's, it, but it's like the same script. I'm like, you got to find something. <laughs> you gotta freshen it up. Um, you can take Burrito Express. I'll take the next one. Oh okay. Um, yeah, I I haven't had Burrito Express in a minute. I've really missed it. I need to get out there. Um, steak and salsa is the vibe. It's just it's so full of flavor. The onions are just such a little just cherry on top that you just it, it's so good best burritos ever and it's uh it's burritos with a cause because you supporting burrito express helps burrito express support asu athletes and asu athletics um and they hook us up with burritos from time to time so we appreciate them make sure you grab a burrito and follow burrito express on twitter at burrito exp uh toe tree has having trouble sleeping lately mm, and i he? think he just needs to take some sleepy times yeah he is uh check out og's for some sleepy time gummies. Mm -hmm. They just got up so much, so many good flavors. Uh, they're, they're strawberry lemonade or is it pink lemonade? Uh, pink lemonade coming out June 21st. June 21st. Summer solstice. Um, summer solstice. Second summer solstice reference today. Yeah. Uh, fantastic flavors. They got their creams and their berries packs that are dropping. And as I said, you get those, those nice, you get, <laughs> everyone's got to relax in the chat. Play <laughs> nice. Relax, Joe. Everybody's got to get some OGs to relax as well. Um, <laughs> it's fantastic. Arizona Scratch made gummies. Check out OGs online at OGsBrands.com and on Instagram at OGsBrands. You can also find their products at your local dispensary. You got to be 21 years or older to purchase. Chat, I promise we will get to the to the pyramids a little bit later. But well, first, we got to do snake draft best pyramids. Mm, <laughs> we'll talk about that. It does not deserve a snake I don't know draft. if they're because like, you'd get to a certain point where you'd be like pyramid of car, a card pyramid or something. I don't know. The pyramid, pyramid I built out of marshmallows of in cards. sixth grade. Yeah, okay. That's yeah, hella specific. For, for, well, that's 1-1. One, one. Yeah, you know, I didn't think about that one. Yeah, me either. Um, well, it's Friday. It's time for Hot or Not. Yeah, yeah. Oh. New segment. Switch the cap. That's called a cap? That is crazy. That's wild. No cap. That's crazy. Let's head on down to the baseball game. I'll you buy see? you a cap, Sonny. Um, yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm so good at that. Uh, Leah, who's <laughs> hot your this week? Accent. All right. Well, because it's a special occasion this week, this person is hot. 
What if it was just me? That is where I was going for a second. I asked him how shit out of the chat me mentioned it. We didn't get Sean back from the portal. He's just he's just hanging out for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I'm just you know. Yeah, but he gets to here. be hot because he's back. This might that. be a recruiting violation. It might yeah. be. I don't know. Well, it's like a you he's know on loan. you have you have, a, you have a, a future of a, a former student or former star well, I guess athlete we kinda, come back and visit. I guess we kind of bent the rules where you were in the portal, then we traded yeah. you. So yeah, I guess you being on loan from another club would make sense now. Yeah, sure. Yeah. We're playing soccer now. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Um, He's been hired as an advisor. What's our first auto topic, Liam? All right. I need to pull up an image for this one where I actually have an, an image yeah. here. Um, and this is courtesy of Jacob. Oh, did we not have the... Yeah, oh, there. yeah, we do. Hold on one sec. Hold, please. As, Hold, as please. Steve Peters would say. Um, all right. First topic... Hot or not? Uh, what is this? Gucci. So right. So Gucci um, came out with a MLB line, and this vest is for sale. Um, it's it's a denim vest with every team logo stitch on it. They also have denim pants that go with this that are the same thing: denim with all the teams stitched on. Um, just a ton of stuff on Gucci for MLB. This vest retails at who wants to give it a guess? Let me go 1200. No. 850. I'm going to go 12k. Um 8200. So, you know, yeah. somewhere in the middle. Just the vest or the pants too? Mm, just this this fashion line, hot or not? Well, no, no, no. Does the, the, do you get the pants with with the 8K? No, 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 no. Wow. That's uh, I mean, you, you want to know? Look, the, aside from the price, this is flaming hot. This well, is so sick. Yo, do you want to know what my biggest problem with it oh, is? No. If you flip it over, I'm pretty sure the center of the back is a giant Oakland Athletics logo, which is like, why them? Because the jacket's not going to be like accurate in like three years, maybe. You are correct about that. Yes. It is a giant Oakland A's. Which of thing. all teams, and they also already have athletics on the thing, and where is my D-backs logo? Like, cause I don't feel like everyone's being represented here. Yeah, wait, the athletics on the collar. What is this? Uh, uh, that's, uh, the, the I giant, gotta see the pants. I, I, well, that's what I was gonna say. The pants, I'm not crazy you about the jacket because there's no sleeves. all AL and NL. Hmm, yeah. Or all, all AL and all NL. Yeah. I, the I jacket, know. I'm not crazy about, especially because I don't have sleeves, but the, the, I, the pants, I haven't even seen them. I would rock the shit out of those. I know that. Throw yeah. them on with some forces yeah. and a white t-shirt. Absolutely. But not black forces. Or your wow. Hold, please. Uh, yeah. the I'll, I'll pull up the pants. Oh, we're getting sec. the pants. Yeah, one sec. S-I-M-P squirrels in my pants. One Dude, that sec. song went so Dude, dumb for no reason. I, so many songs from Phineas and Ferb yeah, went crazy. They did. What's the pop song they sang, remember? I don't. Oh, I remember Swinter. Here you go. Here are the pants. All the time. See? Yeah, and then there's those, like 15 Red Sox logos. What is that? What the is tiger? That? Yeah. I have no idea what that is. But like, it's I, not a tiger. It's like a bear. What is that? I don't, Chat, no what is that? But look at There's in the on the on the left leg, what's you the, have a what's, Boston word mark, and then the, right next to it, the Sox, and then right next to it, the B logo. What's the logo on top of the Boston word mark on the, on the left pant leg? Or our the, right pant leg? R right above. So you, they're so like the, the circle thing, the blue circle thing? No, no. So right under the A's logo. Right under on the, the right A's. Side, on our right side. Right under right it. under the A's logo. There's like a, there's like a flower like thing. A flower. And then that? under that, there's another Boston I know, logo. But what's, the, what's the flower? I think, well, thing? there's a couple flowers. There's another one. On the, why? I don't know. It's part of the style. Why? Are, but why I still is it, don't see D backs, though. I just looked on the website at, like, at a 360 view and I couldn't see but, the D backs logo. Well, there's so many. Yeah. I like don't know. there's one. Get Two, you, you, three, you, four, uh, five. There are five Red Sox logos on the front of these pants alone. Want to guess how much these are? 
So these are 12. Yeah. 11. They are, oh, sorry. They are 13,500. You could buy a car, dog. Yeah. Like literally you a, could buy a vehicle. A, a pro- probably a 2020 used car at this point. A 2020 used car like that has like 100,000 miles yeah, on it. Yeah. You, that's... Yeah, I don't understand why the why the bias toward a bunch of teams. Like, there's just like a like the Red Sox. To, like, the, but like, it's not I, even like the Red Sox and the Yankees. Yeah, like the Red the, Sox would make sense, but then there's the Pirates and Athletics are heavy on there, and then the Guardians. The Guardians, the like, Guardians, new one too. Like, what do we? Well, I mean, it better be the new one. Like, yeah, but uh, I mean, like, but not like the not C. the C. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, there's just a lot of Aces, which of all teams, yeah, they're supposed to be leaving. It's weird. Do we have like a reasoning? Like, did they announce like a? Did they, was there a press release anywhere about I'm why they sure, did this? Sure, but I don't. I need. Uh, look that up well so i I actually i I know that i do know that part of mlb's like marketing strategy i'm gonna say not hot now i'm gonna say not hot as well uh part of mlb's marketing strategy like specifically in south korea is to become like a high fashion brand uh because if you look at like um their websites in korea and their marketing in korea it's very like high fashion focused and i mean let's like let's be real south korea japan like they are very much trendsetters in the world of fashion like they have their fashion has a lot of influence on global fashion so we go we got we got aiden on the mic talking about what this is uh so it looks here that um gucci um released a uh, gucci x major league baseball collection um and um the theme is continued with a new collection putting color branding and cuts before any obvious sporting tones um track pants and new era caps do make the cut but that's not all that's not the, the be all end all with all the collaboration. Um, and uh, is there uh, a reasoning for the certain teams? They don't give one. Uh, there is no reason. That's, for that, that's no. crazy. Yeah, that's that's, so, that's so crazy. Well, thank you. Because specifically, if I'm a, I hate them. But if I'm a New York Yankees fan, I'm being like, we are the most popular logo maybe in the entire world yeah. of sports. And you're not gonna put us on your fucking Gucci collab, yeah. shitting me. You're gonna put the Oakland Athletics, who might not be there in five years, and the Guardians, who weren't here five years ago, and the Pirates, who haven't done shit in fifty years. Yeah, that's crazy. Aaron in the chat saying, as a Korean myself, majority of my clothes. I mean, I Moscow. didn't say that all Koreans dress in high fashion. Speaking- I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, never mind. I was gonna. We'll get to this in a second. Actually, I I don't, I don't want to delay this this any further. Not hot. Yeah, not hot. Okay. All right. Next hot or not topic: vending machines with things other than drinks or food. Uh, so, I, hot because it's just like, oh, that's dope. Like, I think it's cool. I'm, I mean, it depends on what it is because there's you know certain parts of the world you get some weird vending machines, weird things in them. I'm not gonna say those ones are hot if you know what I'm talking about. Um, but well, people enjoy what they enjoy. Uh, I mean, it's right. Um, <laughs> but in general, like, as a gas star, I, okay, like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm a little worried. I'm going to type it out uh, okay. for you uh, and just you. I am uh, flaming hot. I, it, shiny, yeah. shiny, cool things. Yeah, 100%. In a box. Um, in a like, you guys do an airport and you can buy, like, cigarettes. Some, well, <laughs> <laughs> I've never bought cigarettes out of a vending machine, <laughs> but airport? it's so cool to look at. Um, and they're not like your traditional vending machines, but when you get the ice cream vending machines where it's got, like, the suction cup and it sucks. Dippin' Dots vending machines! Oh, yes! Hurry up! They're hard. They're hard. So hot. They, they, yeah, what, I always thought I was gonna suck up a bunch of Dippin' Dots. I want to be. Just, they just sucked up the one cup, you know. I want to be I rich. I was gonna be like, so I can. Or you ever go to the malls where they have like the the acne medicine you could get from the? 
What was the, the popular <laughs> acne medicine that like proactive? Proactive at the, my local mall, they had a proactive vending machine, uh -huh. and it just had like played played videos of Adam Levine because he was their like spokesperson. We were screaming uh, about Dippin' Dots vending machine. They go crazy. Um, but I want to be rich, so one day at the airport, I can be like, I'm gonna buy AirPod from this vending machine, or yeah. I'm gonna buy some yep. Kylie Jenner makeup from this vending machine Japan, for no reason. The the vending machines in Japan, and I know a lot of them are drinks still, like, but you can get like like cake and shit from them. They look so cool. They're, Aaron, right on cue. Okay, wait. So this is crazy because my third hot or not topic is Dippin' Dots. No shit. Are I you serious? I had it written down. Okay, well. Hot or not, Dippin' Dots. Wait, wait man. Yeah, they don't even have to come out of the vending machine. They're the ice cream of the future. I would Zamboni Dippin' Dots off of an abandoned building's floor. Yes. Like, I go full just a straight ant eater. <laughs> Yeah, no, I turn into the the the, the vacuum from <laughs> the vacuum from Teletubbies. Dude, I was thinking of the vacuum from the little toaster. That was what scary. A little what? what is the, brave the little, little toaster? I have no idea what you're talking about. You know what you're talking about? <laughs> chat, chat, wait, stop you before you laugh. Somebody? Chat, we'll give the chat a minute to respond. Brave little toaster, do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna Google it. That, okay, that might have been just in a weird childhood movie. Yeah, I my, think you might that, be that my parents owned. Dog, but, what the fuck? Yeah, is that was this? one of my favorite. The first one came out in 1987. Oh, okay, that's why. It's a musical adventure. It came it's, out in 98. It's it was it was the <laughs> dude. So did you were you uh, the brave little toaster? The brave little toaster to the rescue, or the brave little toaster goes to Mars? All of them. The brave little toaster goes to Mars is why I like space so much. The Brave Little That's Toaster. Crazy. The Brave Little Toaster was um, what's the movie I'm looking for? Beauty and the Beast, where the singing candles. Is that what it is? Lumiere. Yeah. The Be Beauty and the Beast before Beauty and the Beast. Um, it's funny you say that about this movie, like making you like space, because there was a very specific Barney movie where they played like a life size. Um, board game, and Thank I think you, that's William. why I love games so much Legendary because of that Barney film. movie. Uh, that, I don't think so. I, right, I think it is. I think well, you're. No, I'm just also really competitive. Great uh, film. Why is it not on Disney Plus? I'm uh, not crazy. Is it a Disney movie? Yes. I think it's Pixar. What? Okay, well, Pixar wasn't always Disney Maybe first off. Maybe it's not. Um, just... It is Disney Pixar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Um, Joe making a good point that by nature, different dots cannot be hot. Um, sure. Right. But also, different dots are hot. We talked about space for a little bit. Um, the chat seems as silly as we are today, so we're going to go with our last topic. Silly. That is, is the aliens, but before we get in there, Las Vegas. we got uh, aliens in Las Vegas. Huh? Tremendous band name. Yeah. Well, that's what you're Vegas. talking about, right? That owners in Las Vegas? Uh, I just... Oh, yes. That, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but just in general. Yeah. Uh, aliens are... I don't know what their palates are like, but they would probably enjoy illegal pizza. I was literally just telling you before the show that I just I randomly yeah. said, I want illegal pizza. You were craving illegal pizza. Um, kick off your week with a margarita Monday. On Monday, I'm not going to be here, but you can oh, watch right. our show and drink a margarita at illegal pizza. Exclusive to Arizona locations, $3 margs all day, every single Monday. Nothing brightens up that Garfield Monday woe is me mood more than soaking up the sun with a few margaritas. And don't forget about Taco Tuesday, $2 tacos all day, every Tuesday. Enjoy your favorite chicken, pork, or veggie tacos for just two buckaroos. Swing by and start your week off right with Illegal Pete's. Illegal Pete's, your go-to spot for Pyramids. Not Dippin' Dots, but you could probably, you could probably bring Dippin' Dots to their patio if, also, if you ask. How are you going to be like, you can't get Dippin' Dots there, but you can get pyramids as if you could get pyramids there. Well, so you just go just I, put I some just, chips together. I know. I just do this thing yeah. every time. You go to spot for yeah. aliens, pyramids, and Dippin' Dots. Hell yeah. Um, 
How do they settle on a toaster is what I want to know. Like, why, out of all appliances, why isn't, like, the coffee maker that goes to Mars? There's a really great story. Like, it's it's a... There's probably some awesome metaphor that I just can't remember because I haven't watched it since I was literally like eight years Fair old. Enough. Does, uh, I'm going to get together. You know my two favorite movies when I was like seven to eight years old? Brave Little Toaster. Okay. Brave Little Toaster goes to Mars. Yes. <laughs> and Zorro. Wow. I fucking love Zorro. Zorro goes crazy. Um, I was Zorro for Halloween like three years in a row. Yeah. We were just, I was looking at a picture of you with Zorro earlier today. I like Q's Um... No mustache. Actually, I did have a mustache. You did have a mask. I had a painted a on mustache. Yeah, but my mask was was somewhere else. Yeah. Um, Foco. Foco. <laughs> you can't. You might be able to get masks there. I think. I think they might actually sell like they might sell some masks. But you, there's a bunch of different merch that you can get at Foco. Um, because I mean, let's be real. They're the go-to spot for, for sports merchandise. They uh -huh. have our back for Arizona sports. They have yours too. You can get the best gear around by visiting www.foco.com and using code PHNX for all non-presale items. Use the promo code PHNX for 10% off. I'm not going to look to my left because I feel like there is currently somebody that has something to do with the D-back show looking at me for being back on this show. What Am I right? What the fuck is yeah. going on in here? Yeah, listen, hey. I'm, I, I play many tools. I have many tools. I'm, I'm, I'm the Dalton Varsha. Hey, show. talking about that mayoral <laughs> <laughs> This was never... This, this, the, the, see, this is why you got to have lawyers present when you make deals because then there gets these gray areas and we, weird things happen. He wasn't here. If he was here and would have declined. Yeah. Yeah. True. Um, but yeah, check out FOCO. Yep, check out FOCO. PHNX for 10% off. And check out those videos of all the aliens. Um, chat, I just need a quick litmus test. Yes or no? Aliens are here oh, okay. now. No, but aliens are real. Do you think that the government has dead aliens? No. Really? I know. I'm Did not. Listen, I listen. I probably, I'm probably a big dummy, especially when you consider um, the U.S. government's history with my people. I just have like a lot of faith in the U.S. government that they're not really just kind of completely crazy. doing some crazy shit on us. Or not, not. Okay, not even so much trust in the U.S. government. I just have so I have so little faith, I guess, in humans that they would be able to keep a secret like that. Like I just don't think. I just don't think it would. I think we would know, man. No. Uh, but I definitely think aliens exist. That's for damn government, sure. Government clearance is a is a crazy thing that you okay. need, you need to follow. Maybe maybe they do exist. I just don't think that like like we had that video come out the other day where they're like, "There's an eight foot alien in my backyard." Yeah. Like, no, there's not. No humans have seen. But, seen but uh, they're not lying with the body cam. Yeah, that shit is crazy. Yeah. Jesus, Joe. Joe, you're not wrong. I had to <laughs> follow, but you're right. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, the, so there was a whistleblower mm. a in the government. Verified credentials was, I believe, in the Air Force and Shout had a really mom. high security clearance, very trusted within the U.S. government. Um, now saying uh, to uh, the it's some news place I've never heard of, but it's real. It's a real place. I got to find it. It's not this. It's, oh. it's a different one. He's going to um, be like CNN. No, it's, it, 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 it has legitimacy. I don't know what it was. Uh, let me go here. I, I got, I got it sent to me in a second. Go stall it first. All the people. There's, there's a poll. There's a poll in the chat. Do you think aliens exist? Yeah. I mean, if News we're talking Nation about is what it's called. I know. I, I, I didn't believe it either, but it's very real. Um, anyway, this whistleblower news max, um, <laughs> It, as far as Leah's poll is concerned, if you're voting no, you're a dumb person. Aliens, no, statistically no, speaking, no, aliens the, exist. The, wait, are the polls just aliens exist? Oh. Yeah. If you're voting no on that, then you're, you are not in touch with are reality. There any, are there any no's? 
A hundred percent say yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I I feel like this is also like something that kind of happened in the last 10 to 15 uh -huh. years where everyone's just like, yeah, like, so th there's no way that they don't exist so somewhere. Here is my theory. I think the U.S. government for the past five years has been soft launching aliens like you would mm. a girlfriend on your Instagram story, except she does it first and then she gets, never mind. Uh, I feel like the government is soft launching <laughs> aliens. Um. Yeah, I didn't because even know what a soft launch was for a while. They've slowly started to integrate that the the fact that they might be real every so often. I remember when the Navy came out with that video, and that was the first time the government was like, "We don't know what that is." Just they just they, that's all they said. They're like, "I don't know what it is." And also, the Space Force is, was like a thing that's coming up Force not too thing. recently or not too long ago. So. Seems like they might have a reason and for now, that. And now, you... now they have this guy, this whistleblower, mm -hmm. who is saying, "Yes, we th there is a there is a U. What do they call it now? UPA, dude. Uh, who cares? Uh, Why change? There is a UFO retrieval service, basically, that the government has. That anytime something crashes, since like well, in the past fifty years, Probably they've Roswell, gone and yeah. grabbed it. Yeah, well, and the, and. and that's where a lot of theories come from. And he said, quote, they have, no, and that's not a direct quote. They have pilots of, or they, the, the News Nation person asked if the, if they had aliens with all these crashes. He said, well, when there's pilots, there's dead pilots at these things. So they have aliens in their possession um, that are dead. I think that there's just probably countries fucking around or there's U.S. things that people... But this is the first time somebody that has verified government credentials is coming out and being like, hey, guys. Yeah, but uh, that's not enough for me because, like... I think the government planted him. I think... I, I, I mean, I think that they probably do have pilots. They're just probably humans that are fucking... Like, I think... I think what's most likely is either the U.S. government or other countries are doing some such high-tech shit that there's people with, even within the U.S. government that don't know about it. And so it's better for people to speculate about aliens than to be like, we have some super tech, like technologically advanced aircraft that's going to fuck the Russians up. Um, like, I think, that, I think that they use this as a cover for high-tech shit that they don't want the rest of the world to know about. Here's the quote. He said, quote, well, naturally, when you recover something that's either landed or crashed, sometimes you encounter dead pilots. And believe it or not, as fantastical as that sounds, it's true. Go Beavs, Clint. We're talking about aliens. Go Beavs. Um, the P and PHNX stands for pyramids. Yes, it does. What is Any other pyramids for? you want to talk about? The Illuminati, man. Nah, that's, that's way too loaded right now. Um, mm. Aztec pyramids, Bass Pro Shop, Egyptian pyramid, Luxor, or the Mount Rushmore. I agree with that. Social security. The, oh, terrible. the Louvre. Yeah. I feel like gets in there over. A, unless we're just a greenhouse. I mean, I'm just kidding. The Louvre's got to take over one of those. It's probably got to kick out the no, the Bass Pro Shop. Oh, I thought you were gonna say the Luxor. No, because isn't the Luxor the biggest? Or no, is the Bass Pro Shop the biggest pyramid in America? The Bass Pro Shop is the biggest pyramid I okay. think in America. It's like, isn't it like but you can see one the of the source light from space? Yeah, but isn't but is it, it also gathers bats? Yeah, it terrifies me, dude. Um, the Luxor just literally like it is one of my, like my least favorite places in the world. I think it's genuinely some of the most uneasy I've ever been when I was at the Luxor. Um, what was I gonna say? I um, but isn't isn't like the the Bass Pro Shop pyramid like one of the biggest pyramids in the world? Yeah, like it, that's just so crazy to me. America, America. Anything else? But yeah. Coming to save the mother effing day, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, what's this? Dad, Dad hat. hat. 
I wear them all the time. And you can get your dad hat, a PHNX dad hat, right now because we have a Father's Day sale going on. Right now, until June 18th, you can buy one and get one half off. All shirts and hats, as I said, today or yesterday through June 18th. So go ahead and go to phnxlocker.com. Get all the fun stuff. It's fantastic. Your dad will love you more. Yep. Your dad will love you more. Um, Clint in the chat, stay. SDSU and SMU on the way. <laughs> we'll see. Let's go we'll see what, what is, happens. What is SMU? The, 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 uh, some kind of horse. I know that. No, but, but they're like... The, they're not the stallions. The Mustangs. Mustangs. That's what yep. it was. Yeah, I knew it was some kind of... Cool. Yeah, uh, Clint, uh, he says Wazoo said packed, packed deal in two weeks. They, uh, if you listen, if you go scrub <laughs> back, two weeks. you can you can hear uh, Stuart Mandel saying they've been saying two weeks for months now. So we'll see what happens. Um, guys, it's been a pleasure as always. You can follow me on Twitter at Chandy. You can follow Sean on Twitter at Sean underscore DePaul's. You can follow the show on Twitter at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. Join or stay right here at PHNX Sports for the Sun Show and for the D-backs watch along. Um, and we'll see you next week, but enjoy your weekend. Be safe. Have fun. Go Devils. Um, and thanks. Peace.